Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Believe in Bengals podcast. Solomon Wilcotson, my man, Adam Pacman Jones, could not be here with me today. But instead, I brought someone who holding it down at the same position. That is Chidobi Awuze in his first year with the Cincinnati Bengals, spent four years with the Dallas Cowboys. And man, he brought a special brand of ball to the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Chidobi, welcome to the show, man. How you doing today? Doing real good. Uh, feeling feeling good on this uh, Victory Monday and chilling with my main man, Solomon. So everything's all good. Hey, man, you know, it's, it's been my pleasure to, you know, to kind of have you come on because from one Colorado Buffalo to another, right? Yes, sir. You know, we still got to get our program right, but you, you represent the program well. You represent the Cincinnati Bengals well. And uh, before we get started, I want everybody to know that today's show is presented by Bet Online. They're back and they're better than ever. It's a new web interface to uh, rest, uh, to make sure that the NBA and NHL and boxing and UFC, all your betting that you want to get done, you can do it by going to bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Now that we got all that out the way, I just wanted to kind of help the people to understand because all the rage around the Cincinnati Bengals, part of the narrative is these free agents who signed to come here during the offseason, guys like yourself, Trey Hedrickson, um, and uh, some of the other guys on the defensive line. Um, talk to me just about what was it about the Cincinnati Bengals that had you say, you know what, I want to take my act to Cincinnati. I believe it's a team that could turn it around, a team that could start to win, because I don't know that there was anything prior to you coming here this year that would have pointed you in that direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, it started obviously with free agency. Um, you know, as soon as it opened, uh, Cincinnati was the first team to call me and uh, talk to me. And, you know, they got a lot of people involved. And I'm not going to lie, when I first heard it, I was like, man, let's, let's, let's wait a little bit. You know, let's see what's going on around me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the more I started, like, did, did my research and, you know, studied the team, um, you know, I think uh, Trey Hendrickson or Mike, one of them had already signed or like committed to signing or something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, huh, maybe something's, you know, brewing up special. And then, uh, you know, came out there, you know, with the intention to sign and everything. And I got a chance to meet uh, Larry uh, Obanjobi, uh, yeah. Trey Hendrickson and Mike Hilton. We were all on the same uh, signing trip. And also Riley Reef. Um, yeah. 
and you know, I, me- I just remember driving in the car and we're just talking about, you know, the team that we were about to be a part of and the pieces that they had and how we can turn this thing around, how close they are. And I think we're starting to see, you know, just a product of like men who come together with a common mission, what yeah. you can accomplish. You know, a lot of people who go places, sometimes it's, you know, money reasons. Obviously, it's always involved in our game, but, you know, also it's like, People want respect, you know. Players want respect around this league, and yeah. I feel like that's a that, that's one of the main things that I got from you know the guys that we signed is a lot of people want their respect, and uh, you know obviously playing, buying into it, being in the locker room with the guys, all that plays a factor, and I think we're doing a great job with that. Oh man, you guys are doing a great job because Trey has picked up really well. Larry Ogunjobi, I knew he was a dude, man. Mm-hmm. I used to watch him play up in Cleveland. I was like, man, this cat. Can bring it, and he made an immediate impact. So did you. So did Mike Hilton. It seemed like every single one of you guys just made an immediate impact, and that's what it's about winning. But I, I know how players are, Chidobi, and you can kind of help me with this. Whenever you you look at who the quarterback is, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. you and you and you making your choice, like who is that guy? Because if they don't have that guy, you ain't coming. So how did just the fact that Joe Burrow? Was the guy even coming off a knee injury into his second year? How did he play a role in, in your decision to say, well, at least I don't have to worry about the quarterback thing that's taken care of? Yeah, that's the bare minimum, I think. You know, when people really trying to win, you got to have a quarterback. You know, you that, that's the first thing you look at. And uh, that's the first thing I looked at as well <laughs> was Joe, uh, you know, his ability to play. Obviously, him being hurt and, you know, coming back from that, you know, how he did is amazing. You know, so kudos to him for that. But, you know, as a player who didn't know him, uh, you know, as soon as I signed, he was one of the first people who called me mm-hmm. and, you know, just reached out to me talking about how, you know, I can impact this team, how I can, you know, help this team, what, what they're uh, all about and everything. And, you know, when I came to OTAs and all that kind of stuff and I'm sitting next to him, I, my locker was actually right next to his and Tyler Boyd at the time. And uh, yeah, I just got real close with them, talking to them about football, really seeing what they're about, you know, competing with them every day. And you're starting to see the, you know, the fruits of his labor, you know, just a hard worker, um, young guy who has, you know, his whole career ahead of him. And, you know, he's been a great leader for us. So um, for us, pre-agent signings, that was definitely, you know, the pinnacle, you know, of our uh, decision. Well, I could tell you, man, um, for a lot of us old heads who used to play with the Bengals, who used to dominate the Pittsburgh Steelers back when we played, you know, you've already heard the line that the last time the Bengals um, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers three consecutive times, you have to go back 31 years ago. Uh, And I'm proud to say I was part of that. I'm not so proud that it happened so long ago, man. I was on those teams in, in 88 when we went to the Super Bowl, 89 and 90 when we won six in a row. Mm. against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, on Sunday's game, you guys, I mean, you brought it, man, 41 to 10. You get the win. You're beating them three times in a row. Now you've been part of two consecutive wins against the Steelers. Kind of give, take me in. Help me to understand the mindset of this team as you guys are getting ready to play them for a second time. And I know usually most people are kind of intimidated by the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you guys didn't seem intimidated at all. Yeah, I think one thing about this team, man, is that, you know, these guys, we rise to the occasion. You know, one thing that I've noticed, um, you know, everybody always says, you know, every every week's a big week. Every 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 next week's the biggest game. Yeah. But one thing I noticed is that when these Steelers, Browns, Ravens come on that schedule, <laughs> you know, it's 
it, it get there. It get there yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. It get there for sure. And that's one thing that I can say about our team is that, you know, you put a more challenging opponent in front of us or, you know, historically has beaten us or you put some, give us something to hang on. We gonna we gonna we we gonna take that and run with it and uh, you know really prepare to, to, for battle for war and I think we've seen that yesterday. I played most of my career in what is the AFC North, mm-hmm. in Cincinnati, played in Pittsburgh. But I spent one season with the Minnesota Vikings and hey, listen, the Bears, those were the Mike Singletary Bears and mm-hmm. um, the Detroit Lions, those were the Barry Sanders. Lions. So they were a pretty good Lions group. Um, the Green Bay Packers were just now coming into their own. Brett Favre it was a year before he had ascended to become the starter, but they had a Sterling Sharp, had some really good players. But I always told people, this AFC North, man, different brand of ball, bruh. Everybody yeah. play outside. They play in the wicked cold. And, mm-hmm. and it's just a, it's a more physical thing. You played four years in Dallas in the NFC East, and those are some really good teams there. There's no doubt. Just got to help people understand what this AFC North ball is about. There's a lot of anger in these games, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing that I've experienced so far in these AFC North games is the chippiness, you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, you know, when I was in Dallas, I mean, we played teams like the Eagles, the Redskins, yeah. uh, the Giants. It was always, you know, a little bit chippy, but it was never to that level of, like, hate, you know. I could tell <laughs> that. Right. <laughs> AFC North teams hate each other. They do, bro. <laughs> and, and, and it brings some, and it brings something out of me. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Like, <laughs> people talking to me, how I ain't never had no one talk to me like that ever in my life. <laughs> like, damn, I gotta, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, and I'm saying things that I don't usually, I'm, but I'm turned up, and and yeah. you know, I think that's that's how you get the best brand of football is, you know, right. it's war, you know. So you that's have right. to really go out there ready to dominate the person across for you and have ill will towards him and that's just how this afc north ball is it's physical fast round and pound and they all have these mm-hmm. uh, explosive playmakers on the outside so you know gotta come ready to play hey man i gotta say this not only are you guys winning in a way where you know you're dominating i mean and you're dominated a team pittsburgh steeler team that's a hall of fame quarterback over there future hall of famer in ben roethlisberger they got dudes like tj watt and Casey Hayward, that's been a lot of a, a part of a lot of winning, played in a lot of big games in this league. What was the mindset going into Sunday's game? And it seemed like once you guys got them down, man, you weren't letting up. You, you mm-hmm. And you guys were having fun while doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You know, preparing during the week, you know, they're getting this Deontay Johnson back. They're getting T.J. Watt back. You know, we're like, okay. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a, you know, calm, it's calm before the storm. You know what I'm saying? We get to Saturday, you know, our safety, Michael Thomas, uh, veteran, 10 years in the league, great player, gave us a speech. And, you know, that speech really started to get the get the heart boiling a little bit. Mm. You kind of feel it, you know, feel it in the room that, you know, this confidence that we're brewing up. And then, you know, game day, you know, I walk in, I look, I'm looking at everybody. Everybody's kind of, you know, chill. It's cold. It's a cold day. Yeah. I'm noticing not, not many people warming up as much or like as long, but, you know, mm-hmm. still calm. But then when we got to that pregame warm-up and I'm looking around at everybody and I'm, and I'm feeling the juice, it was like crazy. I was like, wow, like we are ready. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like this team, yeah. this team that we're about to play don't know, but we know. <laughs> and, and I feel it. And as soon as we stepped out there and the offense, you know, got off to that hot start and then we got our three and out. Um, yeah, it was just like it was over from the first drive, really. Like that was all we needed was just anything to hang on that we was going to. To show them who they are and show us who we are, 
And uh, yeah, uh, it was, uh, I think that's something that we need to do every week. <laughs> that's right. And I'm going to yeah. tell you, man, it was, listen, I appreciate you because you brought this physical presence to the secondary, to the corner position. Cause I think the safeties were already kind of, they were there. And then mm -hmm. Mike Hilton brought his little, he's got that versatility to his game yeah. that was lacking. You brought this physical mentality that you'll cover anybody any day and ain't nobody mm -hmm. going to beat you. And yeah. you making your plays out there in so much that has gotten into Eli Apple, man, his game, mm -hmm. his game has come up and I'm seeing that confidence sort of breed into him, right? Mm -hmm. He's a former first round pick out of Ohio state. And he had never quite did that when he was with the Giants. He had never quite did that when he was with the Saints. This dude done had back-to-back -back weeks of making picks. Yeah. And this yeah. week, um, man, I got to tell you, when he made that pick against Ben, that got, a, that got it going on defense, man. It just yeah. seemed like something yeah. just clicked from there. And then Mike Hilton had the pick six. It was mm -hmm. game over after that. Yeah. So just talk about this secondary and talk about what you see developing in Eli Apple. Because I think with him, it's sort of a testament to what – the whole group is is now becoming something bigger than maybe what a lot of people thought you guys were. Yeah, first I got to give credit to you know uh, you know our guys just in preparation you know yep. for certain plays. Um, we're talking about it all week. Okay, this play we might be able to jump. Okay, we're expecting this. You know that that the play he picked off is a play that we practice a lot. You know, and he had the perfect technique for it. And you know, um, credit to our DB coaches. You know, I ain't gonna lie, there's not that many places you can go in the NFL and it feels free. You know, you have the freedom to speak. You have the freedom to talk about techniques. There's not that much ego. This mm -hmm. place is a great place for players to come and really bounce your ideas off of one another. Like we're all smart football players. We all love ball. We're all talking techniques all the time. And, you know, Eli, Mike, me, Jesse, Vaughn, everybody in that secondary, we constantly talking about stuff. And I think, that's that that kind of, that type of confidence of just knowing that like you could say anything to your brother, you could ask anything to your brother. If you see a concept on film and you want to talk to Jesse, like Jesse, I ain't gonna lie, this player, if, if this guy do this and they line up like this, yeah. I'm gonna try to go get that thing. You got me. Jesse's like, I got you. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It. Or I love you tell it. Von, yeah, you tell Vaughn, like, okay, Vaughn, like, hey man, I'm I got D, I got loose third, I got loose third this drop. You know, you might need to get under this curl so that you could pick that, you know what I'm saying? We're talking like that and it's constant. Mm. And I think that type of confidence that this is our group, like yes. this isn't like, oh, this guy's shuffling in and out or no, no, this is our group. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we can, we can really take ownership of this. And I think that's what we're doing. And, you know, Mike and Eli set it off for us this past game. And yeah, I think it's just, it's been someone new every week and we just yeah. gonna keep, you know, building off of this. So it's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing, man. It, it speaks volume to the coaches. I know Lou Anarumo, really good defensive coach. Um, yeah. The coaches that turn the team over to the players. Now, you got to have a right group that you can turn it over to, yeah. right? Because yeah. they yeah. can't go leading them astray. But mm -hmm. when you have a group that you can turn it over to where they lead the team, man, I'm going to tell you, the sky's the limit. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about it. I remember we were in a game with Dick LeBeau. I remember we were – I ain't going to name the quarterback, but he was a smart <laughs> cat. And uh, but he wasn't his talent. And I remember, man, we got the, we back there trying to disguise getting caught out of position. He was hitting us. He was hitting yeah. us. And I'm yeah. sure you've been part of those. Guys. Man, I remember we called a time I came over. That's a coach. 
Man, why are we trying to disguise against this dude? He can't. He ain't good enough to beat us. Let's just line yeah. up and play. Yeah. And I was yeah. adamant. You know, I would. Yeah. I didn't even say it nicely. I just. Yeah. yeah. He, you know yeah. what? He said, "Do it, then. Do it." He didn't. He didn't flinch. He just let us do it. And man, we won that game going away. Wow. That's. Wow. You, you know that's how games are won in this league. Facts. Am I right? Facts. I mean, at the end of the day, the players play. You know, that's right. Coach 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 Jackson, our corners coach, always says. You know, we draw up all these X's and O's, but we yep. can't we can't get that iPad and throw it out there and play for you. <laughs> like the, iPad, <laughs> the book can't play for you. That's the right. Players got to play. Because it looks right. good when you draw you draw a certain coverage up. This guy gonna disguise. He gonna think it's this, and this X gonna go like yep. people running now. People trying yeah. to hit you. That's it's right. Like, That's right. Yeah, like that's uh, right. You said, it, you said it perfect. Like at the end of the day, if if the players, if we see something, and you know, we think that we can help the team. You know, especially with our group, five six years. 10-year veterans, everybody's been in this league for a minute, seen a lot of different looks. You know, um, our coaches are great at, you know, receiving and then giving us, you know, different ways to play. Or we ask them, you know, does this work? Does this fit in the, the scheme, the game plan? And it all goes hand in hand. Hey, listen, I, I could tell you this, man. You guys just have this great balance of players offensively, defensively, great pass rush on the front end. You guys are covering on the back end. I look at the way Joe Mixon was used in the game, career high, 165 yards rushing against the Steelers. But that's he gets to run against a loaded box because he's got Jamar Chase. He's got T. Higgins. He's got a Tyler Boyd spreading the defense then, and he gets to hit the loaded box. If you stack the box against him, they're going to crease you. So help me to understand what is it like working in practice against a Joe Burrow and a Joe Mixon, a Tyler Boyd, who I think is one of the best slot corners in the mm -hmm. league, and then Higgins and Jamar Chase on the outside. What is it like going up against those guys in practice? Tell me what kind of competitive banter you guys might have. Yeah, man, it got real competitive, especially during camp. I'll say camp really set the tone for our season. You know, um, coming from the Cowboys, it's you know, competition was always, you know, at a, at a premium. Mm -hmm. And they try to force, you know, the competition with one-on-ones, you know, uh, seven-on-seven, two-minute drills, all that type of stuff. We do the same thing here. But for some reason, the Cincinnati Bengals, it's like you could feel like the pressure of the other person against you, if that makes any sense. It's like this person, like they really don't want you to like make a play. <laughs> and we really don't want them to catch the ball. Right, and it's like right. really like to that level of like mm -hmm. just go out there and play like it's not yeah. no don't protect each other obviously now in the season it's different sure but in sure. camp and, yeah in camp it was i it gotta was, have you know, it. every day yeah, yeah every day i gotta have it and i think that really uh set the tone for the, the season and i was talking to jamar yesterday actually um after the game and he's talking about like yeah bro like practice this, this this like it still ain't this still ain't harder than practice like practice yeah. you know going against each other like we you know what I'm saying? Push, da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, man, you ain't lying. Like, because we went there, you know what I'm saying? I think it was very necessary for us to, and that's, that, right. that's helped a lot. Yeah, it's it's real cool when the practices are harder than the game. You make game day easy when you yeah. go at it like that. A couple of more questions before we let you go. Let's look ahead to the upcoming week. Uh, you guys just finished off the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now you got a couple of home games coming in. You got the Chargers coming in. And you know, all week, everybody's talking about Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. Who's the better guy? I'm, I'm a Joe Burrow guy through and through, always have been. But, hey, you're getting to take on a new uh, this rookie quarterback who in his own right is starting to make a name for himself in this league. 
what are the expectations when you're going up against a guy like Justin Herbert? What do you expect and what do you anticipate? Yeah, I mean, you know, these young quarterbacks, you know, you can kind of see the league turning over to the you know guys who played under four years. And he's one of those guys that's leading the charge along with uh, our quarterback. Um, so Justin Herbert, all the weapons that he has, you know, the ability um, to make adjustments at the line of scrimmage and also the dual threat. You know, I think he had 350 yards for 300 yards passing and then like 90 yards rushing for. Yeah. To do that. Oh, yeah. He did and, that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. You know, he has that dual threat capability and, um, you know, the weapons on the outside also present a challenge. So I feel like it's been every week we've been having the same conversation of like, oh, they have this guy, they have that guy, <laughs> this guy. It's just the NFL at this point, you know what I'm saying? This is what we signed up for. But these, yeah. these big time challenges against these big time players. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting and it's going to be a battle. We're expecting a battle. Man, how do you handle someone like Austin Eckler? You know, these guys are running you off. You're man-to-man coverage. You got your back turned to the run game. Next thing you know, you turn around. Here come this little dude, and he's shaking and baking, and he's kind of made a name for himself making people miss in this league. Yeah, I think uh, Coach Lou and Arumo have done a great job of, uh, you know, getting us a game plan that's been very specific to the team we're going to face. So um, our game plan hasn't been uploaded to us yet, but um, when we walk in tomorrow, I know it's going to be a great plan. you know, to, to handle all their weapons. Yeah. I know we don't have to have an answer <laughs> for all their weapons. They got a lot. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's all on Coach Lou right now. <laughs> hey, well, hey, I just want everybody to know you and I, we share a lot in common. We both yeah. from, from the great state of California. Know that, we, know that. We made, we made the wise choice to, if of all the schools we could have went to, we chose Boulder, Colorado, one of the most that. beautiful places on the planet. Am I right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they go and they make you go to class, by the way. Right? <laughs> they make you go to class, and uh, and you get to grow. You get to meet a lot of great people mm-hmm. that you maybe wouldn't meet growing up in your in your natural environment. So I just want you to know that I appreciate you. Um, I welcome you. Anything you need in Cincinnati, man, you know you're just a phone call away. Because we got you back, okay? All up, brother. Appreciate that a lot. All right, everyone. Shadobi Awuzi, um, a real talented dude, man, making a name for himself for the Cincinnati Bengals defense, taking us where we once had been before and beyond. That's yes, right. Shadobi Awuzi, Solomon Wilcox on the Believe in Bengal podcast. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Holla back. We'll catch you later. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.